0: Appreciate you tuning in. I'm Ryan Pierce. Let's go ahead and get right into it. Probably the biggest headline continuing to impact the sports landscape across the country is COVID-19. Uh, and this describes it right here. As we get to our first story from WWT there in Omaha, Nebraska, uh, Georgetown had to cancel their upcoming game against uh, Creighton based out of Omaha because of COVID-19 issues. The story reads the Big East on Friday canceled Creighton's upcoming game against Georgetown due to COVID-19 issues within the Hoyas program. The game was set for Tuesday night. It's going to be attempted to be rescheduled per the modified Big East Conference cancellation policy. Now, prior to last week, before Georgetown had to cancel against Providence, the policy was any game that got canceled was not going to be made up, hence being canceled. Now they're turning it into postponements because they're seeing a higher number of cancellations than expected. So we go back to this story. The Creighton's men's basketball team tweeted, the Big East Conference announced today, so this was two days ago, December 24th, that their game uh, scheduled for Tuesday, December 28th. First, Georgetown has been canceled due to COVID-19-related issues within the Hoyas program. Uh, So it's not the first setback for the Hoyas, as I mentioned Uh, They had a game scheduled against Providence that was pushed back. The Big East then updated their policies. Now the Blue Jays, uh, their next game for Creighton is not until January 1st against Marquette. The Big East Conference is not the only uh, group of teams that's been impacted by COVID-19 and being forced to resort to postponements. We're seeing that. Conferences across the country, including the Big Ten, the University of Wisconsin men's basketball team, had to cancel their Thursday game because of COVID-19, uh, it was a non-conference game against George Mason, which is why it was canceled, not just postponed. Let's go to uh, WMTV and Madison. story.
1: NBC
2: 15's Leah Doherty joins us live from the Kohl Center. Leah, the Badgers were supposed to play Morgan State. On a Monday, it was announced that the team was searching for a new opponent after Morgan State had to pull out of the game due to COVID-19 positive cases within their program. UW was set to play George Mason this evening, but hours before tip-off, they had to cancel the game due to positive COVID-19 cases within the UW men's basketball program. Now UW taking to Twitter earlier this afternoon to announce that the game was called off and will not be rescheduled. Kim English, George Mason's head Head coach tweeted. Dear COVID, I hate you. As of now, Wisconsin's next game is scheduled for December 29th at home against Illinois State. Now, this news comes just a day after the UW women's basketball program had to call off their game with Eastern Illinois due to positive COVID-19 cases on the women's program side. As of right now, both the men and women's games are not set to be rescheduled. At the Kohl Center, Leah Doherty, NBC15 Sports.
0: NBC15 Sports with that report. That's W. MTV in Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, you can see the Badgers tweet right there announcing their game against George Mason uh, had been rescheduled. So, COVID 19 hitting programs across the country from the East Coast to the Midwest to the West Coast, South, North, wherever it may be, continues to be an issue in college basketball. Here is a heartwarming story during the holiday season from a star NFL player. Panthers' Christian McCaffrey is paying off layaways for 363 military families. So he surprised these families over a Zoom chat with 22 members in the military. McCaffrey, one of the the biggest names in the NFL, they play for the Carolina Panthers, or he plays for the Carolina Panthers. This from WDBJ7 in Virginia. They reported this, and actually WBTV covered it first. Um, Earlier this week, McCaffrey and his Christian McCaffrey Foundation surprised 363 military families in the Carolinas by paying off their layaway balances thanks to a partnership with the nonprofit Pay Away the Layaway. The Christmas surprise took over Zoom over a video chat with McCaffrey and 22 members of the military. How cool would that be? Uh, For both sides, I mean, for the military members to talk with an NFL star and to get this nice gift, and for McCaffrey as well. I'm sure just to be in the presence of those military members over Zoom, speaking to all of them, and being able to give them this gift uh, was a phenomenal experience for him as well. So both sides, I'm sure it really was an enjoyable moment. McCaffrey said, we owe our service men and women and their families a debt of gratitude for all they have done to serve our country. The Christian McCaffrey Foundation is contributing to pay away the layaway of this holiday season and say thank you to military families throughout the Carolinas for your service and sacrifice. Really cool holiday story there. Uh, one, you hear these across the Internet, whether it's celebrities, YouTubers, athletes, whoever it may be, taking some of their, their good fortune, their money, and giving it to people who have really do the dirty work for, for our country. And uh, this was some good stuff here from Christian McCaffrey. Okay. Let's go to the next story. Another positive one. This is from WIBW in Topeka, Kansas. Clay Center's Fritz is the winningest volleyball coach in K-State history. Um, This is Susie Fritz. Uh, She committed to play volleyball at Barton Community College in April of her senior year. And now 50 years later, we'll let them tell the story. It is
3: impressive. A lot of times it's one little decision and all of a sudden it changes the course of your life.
4: For Clay Center's Susie Fritz, that decision came April of her senior year of high school. Fritz chose to play college volleyball at Barton Community College. That took her to Louisiana Monroe, then Florida Atlantic. I wanted to... Uh, at least explore whether I had the potential, the ability to be a college coach. Fritz served as an assistant for the Owls the year after graduating. She then went back to Barton before landing as an assistant at K-State in 97. Fritz took over as head coach in 2001. The
3: biggest joy, I think, of coaching doesn't have anything to do with volleyball. It's, It's having them come at 18 and at a time in their life when Uh, There's a lot going on, and and helping you hope have some small part through sport uh, to be able to guide where their life goes from there. You know, help guide their decisions, help help them make good choices, help them stay down a path that helps lead. Uh, to where they want to go
4: with 363 wins 16 NCAA tournament appearances and a big 12 title fritz is the winningest volleyball coach in K State history
3: this is my dream job and 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 I've been able to do it for a really long time
4: nationally just one in five of all college coaching positions are held by women less than half of NCAA women's teams have female head coaches
3: we have to be pretty intentional about providing women the opportunities that that they need to be ready for those jobs when they get there. The opportunity to be an assistant, to Be around other capable women who have done the job. I I think being able to provide those opportunities,
4: it's important. Women's volleyball, Fritz says, has grown dramatically since her playing career.
3: There's so many clubs and so many opportunities for women to play and girls to play. and, And really, because of that opportunity, it creates greater competitiveness, which creates a better athlete, which, you know, so on and so forth. The level that girls and women are playing at now in comparison to 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago. It's just, it's pretty amazing the level that they're playing at and it'll be interesting to see 10, 15 years from now where it goes.
4: While she's proud of the progress, she hopes the growth continues.
3: Where I'd like to see it go is opportunities for women to continue to prosper in sport long after their playing careers are over, whatever that means. Um, Broadcasting, uh, coaching roles, officiating roles, television, you know, I'd like to really see uh, women being highlighted in, in, in television and, and see it grow. And the more you put volleyball specific in front of people, the more they love it.
1: Really
0: good piece there from WIBW about a coach who just wants to prepare her players for life after college athletics. he has been pretty impressive too with her winning numbers one of the most winningest coaches in volleyball history across the country. Well, we appreciate you tuning in here to Local News Live. I'm Ryan Pierce. This is Sports Sunday, where we look at the top sports stories reported by great TV stations from around the country. That was from WIBW. Go to their website, uh, wibw.com, to learn more based out of Topeka, Kansas. Along the same lines, 1,000 and counting, this young woman won her, won the ACA Athlete of the Week after scoring 1,000 points in her career. This is KALB in Alexandria, Louisiana with that story.
1: He's only a junior. I got a chance to catch up with her about winning the weekly honor. And
3: there are a few players at Holy State in who have reached the 1,000
5: point mark in their high school career
1: will be Marilyn stealing. She surpassed this milestone in her junior year. She said this has been on her mind all summer.
5: Throughout the summer, I was like aware that I was getting kind of close. So once I reached it, it's just a good feeling of accomplishment.
1: Marilyn knew she reached 1,000 by the uproar of the crowd when she scored.
5: Heard a lot of people in the stands kind of going crazy because, well, I had a few of my friends keeping up with it. And once I heard them, I was just like, it was just like a feeling of like accomplishment and just like hard work finally paying off.
1: The star point guard wasn't considered the best, facing some adversity in the early part of her young
5: career. I tried out in fifth grade and I didn't make the team and then I tried out the next year for sixth grade and turns out it was pretty good, pretty athletic. So I kept playing all throughout junior high and all throughout elementary. Um, then I was asked to play up in eighth grade with the high school team and so I've just been playing since.
1: Head coach Jessica Sanders has coach ceiling for two years. She says she saw something special when she first arrived. Oh,
5: you got to yes. so when
3: she steps on the floor, she uh, automatically makes everybody a, a better player. Their skill level uh, steps up. Uh, she is the uh, the only junior that we have. Um, so she, she is our leader from age to, um, you know, play and uh, leads by uh, action uh, on the floor, you know, and uh we definitely uh as coaches and players we we follow her lead in a lot
5: of things
1: marilyn wants to play basketball on the next level but there's something else she wants to do as well
5: if basketball doesn't work out i think i'm a major in kinesiology i want to become a physical therapist
1: marilyn says she wants to help while being in the athletic field
5: kind of into athletics and so like overall like helping people just like get through like difficult times and like working through those things and physical therapists are both like up with the athletic side of that and like through challenging times
1: so maryland's ceiling basketball career has been a highlight reel that's why she's our aca athlete of the week cool
0: stuff there i think my favorite part of that story was that Marilyn was cut from her fifth grade basketball team by eighth grade she was playing up on her varsity team in high school that is a can-do-it attitude and uh, a reminder that sometimes these prodigies players like Marilyn, who score a thousand points in a career Aren't always the best in their class, but uh, they can get there. Okay, next story. Great work. KLB, a lot of good stuff there in that piece. Let's stay in the South. Let's go over to KIT in Jonesboro, Arkansas. Uh, their women's basketball coach, Destiny Rogers, um, was given a surprise message from the great Dawn Staley, a very talented WNBA player, one of the greatest of all time, and now she's an excellent coach. She was given this surprise message, and
6: I love her reaction. Let's go to KIT for this story. To lead the Arkansas State women's basketball program, Rogers Road to Red Wolves' interim head coach featured stops at UCA, El Dorado, and more. A fellow trailblazer tipped her cap to the natural state native on December 19th.
7: Hey, what's going on, Coach Rogers? This is Dawn Staley, and I'm reaching out because a congratulations is in order for you winning a historical victory. Arkansas State University did the right thing in hiring you because you are the one that's breaking glass ceilings, and you're paving the way for many more Black Women to be head coaches there, as well as you are leading a group of young ladies that will remember making history. Much love to you. Much success to you. Uh, Keep doing what you're doing. You're paving the way. All the best.
6: That's Olympic gold medalist, number one WNBA draft pick. Basketball Hall of Famer, National Champion Head Coach Don Staley. Her legendary journey on the hardwood has inspired many, including Coach Dez.
7: It definitely surprised me. I was not expecting that. Because uh, like I said, I'm a huge, huge fan. Um, she's So she's giving out a piece of her championship net to all of the African American women head coaches. And she said she was going to send me a piece of that net and she just congratulated me for you know making history here and you know talked about paving the way for you know other black women that may be able to get this job at some point in the near future however i want this to be mine right now and i'm going to do everything i can to make sure that that happens i appreciate it you know to I, i also had a phone conversation with sherry cole the other day that kelly danford set up and just to be talking to legends And them pouring into me and giving me advice and all those things, it just lets me know that I can do this, this team can do this. And uh, it just motivates me, and uh, it makes me want to go harder for this team.
6: Rogers Red Wolves have plenty of momentum entering Sunbelt play. Their up-tempo style and sharing the basketball are key to a three-game winning streak.
7: I just want these kids to be free in who they are. You know, there's no coincidence that their stat lines are looking like this. It's because the coaching staff, as well as myself, we have full confidence in them. We want to share the ball. Um, It's not only fun to watch, it's fun to coach, and I'm sure they have fun playing that way.
0: Always fun when a, a legend passes down some encouragement to somebody who's up and coming. When they see that potential, especially when they have those valuable similarities, whether it's their background or their interest, and they're able to pass on some encouragement, uh, that's a really, really uh, fun thing to see. And, it, and it, it's, it's touching to see people, I think, grow into their own and reach their potential, and that's what that coach is definitely doing. So we are in the holiday season still, and... Uh, it, a couple of these next stories play along with that. This first one, a drone showed the C- UC University of Cincinnati's football team uh, celebrating their incredible accomplishments this year. Um, it, let's go to, to Fox News in Cincinnati for that story. This, this is cool stuff. As you can see, it's just music in the background, but I'll tell you what's happening here. Uh, So these are hundreds of drones in the sky giving the football team an encouraging message. Uh, the University of Cincinnati football team. and the first, and this is impressive, this is how football playoffs have started. And you've heard us talk about them on Sports Sunday. I'm a big fan of them. Uh, the UC football team is the first football program from a non-Power 5 conference to make a bowl playoff game and look at that is that's nuts those are drones in the sky it's amazing what they can do uh, sh- having a, a show over the uc football stadium to celebrate their great season undefeated 13-0 they're going to play the number one team of the country alabama in the first game the semifinals the first round of the college football playoffs on new year's eve they are the underdogs but back to back undefeated seasons and now they are in the college football playoffs the first non-power five conference team to do that and as you can see the uh, team got some encouraging words via drones uh, over the stadium this week fans were there to celebrate that's some cool stuff so they're listing off their accolades from this team uh, the bearcats kind of move through this pretty quickly here yeah coach of the year uh there I don't know how you do that. Bowl game on December 31st, New Year's Eve. I think you get the picture. Shock the world. I think a lot of people are hoping uh, they do very well. Now, we can't quite take favorites. We've got WXIX in Cincinnati, Ohio, our great TV station there. And then we've got WBRC uh, down in Birmingham, Alabama. So we got both markets covered where those two teams play. Uh, Can't take favorites here at Local News Live, but we do hope for a good game. And if Cincinnati does shock the world, that would be pretty dang cool. So we'll see how that plays out. That will be uh, December 31st. Let's keep moving. We're getting close. This is Sports Sunday from Local News Live. I'm Ryan Pierce. We're going over the top stories covered by great TV stations around the country in their sports departments. Let's move on to the next one. So the UAB baseball coach is apparently a pretty big fan of the holidays, at least if your light show at your house is an indication. Here's a story from WBRC, the aforementioned Birmingham station.
2: Um, a lot of luck and much success decorating for Christmas as he does on the diamond.
1: The UAB baseball coach, Casey Dunn, has his yard looking right for the holidays. For more than 13 years, he's filled his yard with the most life Christmas inflatables, drawing people from all over the Magic City to his place in Homewood. This year's situation involves dogs, a Wheel of Fortune blow up, and one Santa that looks a little different than the others.
3: The mooning Santa was the one piece that I paid good money for. Uh, and it's a little bit under the weather. It's not really functioning real well, but that was kind of the piece that I saw somewhere that I was like, all right, I gotta go find one of those.
1: Coach Dunk can enjoy his creations for a few more days. After the new year, it's back to baseball for his uh, first season with UAB after leading Sanford's baseball program for 17 seasons. Happy holidays. Wow, that is, that's impressive.
0: You think you got a lot of blow-up light uh, balloons? I think that's what you would call them. Those holiday decorations, Coach John might have you beat. That's, uh, that's pretty, pretty fun stuff there, the UAB baseball coach. Our last story, another heartwarming one. The Diamondbacks GM Mike Hazen and his wife gave back to support cancer research. Here is the story from one of our new stations here, Great TV, Arizona Family in Phoenix, Arizona.
2: A Valley Brain Cancer Treatment Center is getting some extra help in their fight against the disease. The Barrow Neurological Institute in Phoenix got a check for $1.5 million today from the Nicole Hazen Fund for Hope. We first told you about this fundraising effort back in September. It was started by Arizona Diamondbacks General Manager Mike Hazen and his wife, Nicole. Nicole has been getting treatment at the Barrow Institute's Ivy Brain Tumor Center she has an aggressive form of brain and spinal cancer. The couple hopes the money will help support research and clinical trials.
0: That is good stuff. Well, with uh, not a lot of action in terms of sports games over the past week because of the holidays, not a lot of NFL, I guess we did this weekend, but uh, not a lot of uh, professional sports, college sports were taking the time off. Of course, high school sports were taking the time off. We thought we would show you for our Sports Sunday some of the, the happier holiday stories a lot of them have some good feel good ties whether they're donating money putting up christmas lights uh, encouraging their football teams to do well in bowl games with drones why don't we show you some more fun some uh some uh positive sports stories from over this week so that'll do it for sports sunday i'm ryan pierce i don't put hats on usually i'm not a hat guy but i will here we do wish you a very happy holiday this being december 26th we hope you had a merry christmas and the rest of your holiday season goes very well